0: Hello and welcome to the reality. Come on, you can't breathe into the mic while I'm doing my world famous intro. Welcome to the Reality Blows podcast. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts, and this is a podcast all about reality television.
1: That it is, Nick,
0: and it's also the only podcast on the internet about reality TV. Did you know that? That Ash?
1: is a fact. That I did fact. know that. You can look it up on Wikipedia. It boom. is true fact. We are the first and only podcast to talk about reality television.
0: Boom, skitty, boom. And
1: we have quite an episode for you today. Wow, we have multiple things to discuss.
0: Multiple.
1: Uh First and foremost. We had a listener of the show who went to a challenge throwdown at Universal Studios, and he sent us a recap of what it was like, and we're going to read that. We also have um, lots of hot takes on the Great British Bake Off.
0: And some hot cakes. Woo!
1: Ooh, that was fun And then of course We watched The premiere Of season two Of Floribama Now we realize
0: The episode, second episode Is out tonight That's mm-hmm. fine I mean we're recording On Sunday So that's just how it works Just but you, how the cookie crumbles You know Ash and I Are all in on MTV reality So we gotta watch this I mean I watched All of season one Ash watched most of it She kind of Checked in and out But um, Before we get to All of that though I would like to Say thank you guys For listening to Last Monday's episode If I sounded A little strange that's because in my mind i was in jail you see (laughs) a couple days ago i finished season four the latest season of 60 days in when i had recorded the last episode i was literally in the middle of a binge that put me in a spiral that i did not know could exist i was in a prison in my own mind in my own apartment
1: nick started acting real weird
0: Uh, i didn't realize it till i was sort of free of the show. Uh and now I'm starting to realize, boy, I was just walking around New York City really acting really aggressive. Yeah. I I felt like anytime anybody would you know push my boundaries in any way i had to push back
1: right you can't take the disrespect
0: no because i kind of felt they would see me as a mark and then beat me up and, and then steal
1: your hot cake
0: steal my commissary or something like that oh, uh, honey
1: buns what are they selling Honey over bun, there?
0: i believe they got a lot of stuff going on and i, I just want to say that yes i do. i still do believe that 60 days in is basically like the real world for insane people it's in my in my opinion the the drama that they got out of some of those moments in some of those episodes rival any reality show based inside of a house that I've ever seen ever
1: Nick would you say it's your favorite reality show it
0: is definitely my favorite besides the challenge it is my favorite reality show right now wow I mean my favorite reality show of all time is the real world really I, I guess the challenge has taken that over. Yeah. But the real world is what I've always wanted. I watched Big Brother a little bit. It didn't give me what I want. And you know what? I would say that the show about jail 60 days in is is kind of like big brother because in big brother, you can't leave right? the real world. You can leave. Yeah. But, uh, I'm telling you guys one more, I'm going to stop talking about it after this one more recommendation. Okay. Just pop on that A&E app or on Hulu. They have the first couple of seasons. Watch that show. If you're a hardcore reality head, especially stuff that is like a house based reality show, a la bad girls club, a la the real world check this show out you're gonna think it's weird at first but as the seasons go on they lean into the reality show and less about learning about jail and (laughs) and really the last season devolves i don't want to ruin it it devolves on in on itself it cannibalizes itself and has one of the most almost python-esque endings i have ever seen if you've ever seen holy grail i mean this thing ends abruptly. There's a breach. You're it, giving
1: too much information, guys.
0: You gotta watch sixty days in.
1: Now, if you're watching with a loved one, and you notice that they're kind of filing down the end of their toothbrush, or they're hoarding um, snack cakes under the bed. Listen,
0: all I'm saying is, if Ashley didn't come home from Mexico, she might have come home to see that I shanked our cat. <laughs> That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> no, you guys. What really happened is, I came home, and Lily was the cell boss, and she was bossing Nick pod around. Boss,
0: pod boss. Pod boss. Get it right. Pod boss. the boss. (laughs) And uh, so now I'm done with that show. And I'm like, well, what else do you have, A&E? And I've started watching watching
1: cop shows.
0: Live PD, guys. Have you seen Live PD?
1: Nick, if you watch all of these cop shows, they're going to affect your mental state. No fucking way, man. (laughs) I'm fucking fine. (laughs) You need to pull it back a little bit. Listen,
0: Live PD, guys. It's like cops, but it's in real time. And they check out eight different police departments at once every Saturday and Sunday night. It's two hours long. And you know what? Sometimes it might be a, a chase down an alleyway after you hear guns, gunshot warning fires. Or sometimes it's just a guy who's sitting on a bench and he looks kind of weird and then the cops hassle him. But every time, Ash, it's a poor person.
1: Oh, the, interesting. The, there are no,
0: nobody who makes more than $20,000 a year is on Live PD Huh. is in my opinion from what wow. i can tell wow yes i mean they do base it around certain police departments that i get i guess get more action on a weekend night
1: you don't have any like rich uh, no. rich kids drunk driving not
0: not not in the couple of hours that i've seen of this show Interesting. no it is it is people who are wandering the streets uh semi-homeless and and drug-addled
1: well you know what carl Marx said
0: Uh, He was one of the Marx brothers. (laughs) I don't know. Are you you about to quote Duck Soup?
1: No, he said the. I'm going to summarize, but basically, like the police, um, their only job is to enforce capitalism, so they have to corral the poor. Basically,
0: listen, keep all that shit off this podcast. (laughs) I love live PD, and yeah, I don't believe that the uh, justice system uh, is uh, is doing right by its citizens. It's corrupt. I think cops are major league assholes. But guess what? Not
1: all cops. I like a lot of cops. Hey, you know these cops seem kind of nice. The yeah. ones that are being
0: followed around by a camera live on AE you Seem should, kind
1: of nice. You don't mean all cops are assholes? No, 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 no. No, of course not. But no. I also
0: don't want to come off like uh, a Blue Lives Matter guy. You know oh right, I mean? and right, I, right. Because I watch all this shit.
1: I'm on, the, I'm on, I'm
0: on the criminal side. Every time I'm watching this, I'm looking for a jailbreak, or I want the criminal to like trip the cop and run away.
1: Yeah, but that's just because you always root for the underdog. You always do in all situations.
0: Me or yeah. everybody?
1: You, Nick Maritati. Oh, that's you're an nice. underdog guy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Who
0: see? the fuck who doesn't root for the underdog?
1: I don't know Johnny Banana's fans.
0: I don't hate Johnny Bananas.
1: Yeah, but you don't root for him. You want no. Devin to beat him and send him home. Yeah. Well, uh, Yes, oh, well. but unless something cool happens. Okay. So you're more in it. You're you're less underdog, more entertainment value.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, believe me. If a cop tackles some crazy guy and it's in a funny way or something like that. I'm I'm with that. Don't oh, worry. My goodness. But yes. No, I I mean Yes, no, maybe. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway, guys, uh, I, I guess I, I'm not fully out of uh, 60 days in. I'm 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 trying to reacclimate to society. Is what I'm saying.
1: I really want to get into this letter from Mike, who is one of the listeners. Do you mind if I just jump into it? So we got a message um, from Mike on Reddit, and then he emailed us um, on our email at RealityBlowsPodcast at gmail dot com that he was going to an Orlando Challenge Throwdown. Um, at Universal Studios. Or no, wait, it's Orlando Challenge Throwdown and Universal Studios. So he, um, you know what? I'm not even going to explain it. I'm just going to read the email because he did such a good job recapping it. Are you ready? Can I get a drum roll?
0: Can I get a drum roll? Biddy, 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 <clears bloop.
1: throat> Hi, Ashley and Nick. My girlfriend and I just got back from the Challenge Throwdown in Orlando this weekend. Overall, we had a great time. We met almost every cast member that was there. Brad and Brittany were our absolute favorites they were so kind and spent the most time with us
0: hey love birds baby
1: yeah I'm I like that I feel like I feel like Brad and Brittany would be fun to hang out with especially Brittany I haven't seen as much of Brad as you have I've seen more Brittany but she seems like just like a girl who you could throw back one with at the bar
0: I'm I'm with that uh, sentiment I would like to hang out with Brad and Brittany
1: yeah Brittany will forever be new favorite Brittany will forever be my new favorite just because of how down-to-earth and sweet she was. I believe it, Mike. We were leaving at the end of the night, and she was waving to us outside and blowing kisses at us when we got into our Uber, LOL. We also ran into the cast at Harry Potter World and waved. Brittany ran over to us and gave us hugs, even though we were very sweaty from the heat. Loved her. This is like something I could see Brittany doing, and it, it endears me to her. She seems like um, she's a challenger for the people in a lot of ways.
0: She's still kind of new.
1: She's still new. And
0: this is probably very exciting. Yeah. Uh, that she has fans. I I, I don't... I, I just assume most of these people didn't think that they'd have fans at this point in their life. You right. Know, they kind of luck into the situation. And then not only... It's not just a situation. It's a situation with like a hardcore fandom. I mean, that's yeah. pretty exciting.
1: That's got to be exciting. But I also feel like it's a reflection of the person's character. Because you could come into that situation and get those fans and be like, yeah, I deserve these fans. And then not necessarily interact with them or... Or kind of have an attitude about it. Or maybe like be like a victim and be like, oh, why won't these people leave me alone? But then you could come into the situation and be like very excited and want to have fun and laugh and play. So I really think it's like a litmus test.
0: I walked by Devin um, at my old job and uh, he was uh, staring at his phone. Oh, really? Yeah, he was just looking at his phone. Yeah, in like a, a hallway of an office.
1: And what do you? Why are you? Why are you bringing that up as like a test of his character? No, or like, I'm just saying
0: that's my that's my interaction with <laughs> challenge people as I walk by Devin.
1: <laughs> and he was looking at his phone. Okay, back to the letter. Cara was also nice. Cara, excuse me. So he's talking about Maria. Kara Maria. Cara Maria was also very nice to everyone. She made conversation with us and remembered our names as she said goodbye.
0: Now that's different. Cara's been on this show for like a decade now, so I mean, the fact that she's remembering names, she's being good to her fans—that that's nice. I like to hear that because you know what? I'm a big Cara fan.
1: You are, you are indeed. Um, Zach and Jenna were a little reserved. Oh
0: boy, I could have told you that.
1: <sighs> Didn't seem too into it. Yeah,
0: I could have told you that.
1: Now, what do you what do you mean by I, that?
0: They just don't seem like those type of people. Zach seems standoffish, and Jenna seems standoffish. They they both seem standoffish
1: well i feel like if jenna was there by herself she would be more sociable that's just my jenna's
0: also a new yorker do you think she's gonna go out of her way to hang out mm, with people i don't know true. most new yorkers are, are like inundated with human beings at, at all day long and and they don't need to converse with them if they're like two feet yeah and some new
1: yorkers them. are walking around thinking they're in jail nick Maritato. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> i just got out
1: <laughs> jenna said her ankle was feeling better but probably shouldn't have done this season Man, her ankle being broke on Champs versus Stars in that second season—that was like one of the most gnarly challenge accidents I've ever seen.
0: To break your ankle on a Champs versus Stars season, Oof. boy, is there a, is there a worse fate for a challenger?
1: It really seems like you it's a know, bummer. It's a huge bummer because
0: you got to be like, boy, I broke my ankle for charity. Like yeah. I, I wasn't even going to win any money from this, and it was goofy. Remember they were jumping around like, like weird. Like a gym, it was like, like a, a little like a gymnastic. gymboree gymnastic. Yeah. Thing.
1: See, I'm not so much, it's not so much the charity versus the money for myself angle for me. It's more. Oh, you're not a
0: huge piece of shit like me.
1: <laughs> it's more the prestige, you know, like breaking your ankle in like some sort of crazy, you know, challenge daily on Dirty 30 or something like that where you're like jumping off a cliff. Like that to me, it seems like more respectable than breaking or, it in a gym. Or
0: you're like smashing up glass and you're Timmy and, you, oh. and you're kneeling all the glass. and destroy your knees for the rest of your life
1: oh my god Yep. Poor Timmy. Inferno 3, mm. he was busting out of a glass box, and he fell and landed on his knees on a bunch of shards of glass. And he basically ruined his knees for life. I mean, he can still use them, but yeah, from the what we've heard— Nerve damage and he stuff? Yeah, nerve damage. And, and,
0: they, and they still insist—we've talked about this before—they still insist to use glass in some of these challenges. I hate it. It's odd.
1: It's odd. Last season, uh, Zach went through the back of a car yeah. and broke the glass. that was wild. <sighs> production stop with the glass we don't I think want they it get
0: the, i think they got the point because weren't you the one who told me probably on this podcast that they had complained about that to the producers afterwards and they sort of stopped using
1: i maybe i, I remember when hunter like fucked up his hand because he punched through glass and like sliced his arm open and had nerve damage um i remember that they were people cast members were complaining about glass then i was like oh glass must be out but then they brought glass back the next season Hmm. but you know we're into one episode of final reckoning and we haven't seen glass yet so hopefully that's a good sign okay back to the letter tony and derek seemed a little buzzed but were fun (laughs) 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 um derek teased nelson about being shane's girlfriend Derek was also in a boot on his left foot and said that he was supposed to be Nelson's partner this upcoming season, but couldn't because of injury. Ooh, that's an interesting twist.
0: So he got an off-season injury. Yep. Come on, Big D. And we're talking about Derek K.
1: Yeah, Derek K. I like that Tony and Derek were a little buzzed, but were fun. Do you think that means they were shit-faced?
0: i i think they drink a lot yeah because i bet you those guys can put down a a bunch but no i bet you they could keep it together just having some fun i mean honestly ash if you're doing this are you not going to be drunk like i mean come on
1: i would be having a couple of drinks yeah. but hope I, I would hope to be car maria and remember people's names or Brittany, who runs over to people like the next day and sees them and recognizes nah, them. i
0: respect uh d and t Oh
1: my! What a oh, okay, fine. I'm gonna keep going. Um, Jimmy was fun and nice, as well as Ashley. Jimmy, just what I said. What they yeah, say? We've
0: gone over this. You say Jimmy. Jimmy, it's you said Jimmy now, said but you Jimmy. do say Jimmy, and I'm like, I'm always like, who is Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy,
1: Jimmy. Listen, I have trouble with names, Nick, and That's a weird I want to get it right. I want to get it right. What did he say about Jimmy? She. He said she was fun and nice. Um, as well as Ashley Kay and Alyssa, Tony's girlfriend.
0: Alyssa was there? Wow. Boy, they went deep for this. That
1: is awesome. I would love to meet Alyssa.
0: Alyssa, Alyssa has been was showed up on skeletons yep. but hasn't been involved in this ever. Well, since she's been then. at reunions. She's been at reunions, mm-hmm. that's right, in like the uh, VIP section and stuff right. like that. Cuz um, Tony
1: cheated on her with Camilla.
0: Right. Got to put her in VIP next to TJ. Yeah. Um and okay, so that's interesting. So do you think that she'll eventually be on one of these? They talk about her so much. Yeah. I think she'll be on one of these shows eventually.
1: I am shocked that Madison has not been. It's Tony's interesting. Ex.
0: Well, she was pregnant um, during a couple of these, yeah. right? Maybe but so was
1: Alyssa. I mean, if Alyssa's well, on the challenge before Madison, that is um, truly upsetting.
0: I, well, maybe to you, but honestly, the general public really doesn't think about Madison ever.
1: Yeah, that's they're true. thinking about
0: Alyssa. That's who Tony keeps cheating on.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Alyssa, <laughs> poor <laughs> Madison, and honestly, poor Tony. At this point,
0: nah, Tony's got a maid.
1: Uh, okay, so then we have some possible spoilers uh, below. So I'm not going to read those, but um, I just want to say to Mike, thank you for them, and um, that that's interesting, and I can't wait to talk about it if it's pos- if it's true. Uh, as this season unfolds but we want to just go ahead and say thank you mike for sending us that we thoroughly enjoyed it if any of you other listeners are going to go to a challenge throwdown, please email us and tell us about it um it's fascinating
0: you know what ash i think it's time to stop right here okay okay have a little break yeah and then talk some great british baking show Ooh. and then a little bit a little bit as we mentioned floribama just a, a dash. little bit a little bit
1: a dash of floribama We're back. We are indeed back and we are going to be talking about the Great British Bake Off. You might know it as the Great British Baking Show. We're talking season 5, which just popped up on our PBS Roku app about 2 weeks ago.
0: Yeah, they got a uh, all of season 5 up there. They have all they have 5 seasons up on the PBS app. On Hulu, they have like three or four seasons. Mm. But Ashley and I were kind of confused because it seems like the last season that we watched, uh, we've watched all of the Netflix seasons. Yeah. The last season that we watched Mm -hmm. when Ashley was doing a little bit of research for this episode, seems like it premiered before the season that we're watching now that was just released on PBS. What's going on here, Ash?
1: Okay, so it's kind of confusing. First off, Nick, um, something that's great about Nick is that he is always perusing the uh, different apps on our Roku. So I don't know why he was on PBS or how he found out that The Great British Bake Off had been added to it. People were talking. Oh, is that how you found out? Yeah, I heard the new ones out
0: and I checked Netflix. It wasn't Netflix and I was like, oh, let me check PBS. And sure
1: enough. I thought you had stumbled upon on it on your own, so you know we both got so excited. He told me about it. We got really excited. We love the show. It's one of um, our favorite things to kind of zone out to. It doesn't require you to pay that much attention to it. And we thought, you know, we've never really covered the Great British Bake Off on the show, so we've
0: talked about it.
1: We've talked about early. It. I mean, if you talk about mm-hmm. oh, the
0: first couple episodes, we yeah. talked about
1: it, but we've never really done like an in-depth conversation about it. And, um, I, we wanted to, I want, I wanted to find out how the show got started, what it's all about. Like, you know, I wanted to read the Wikipedia page basically and stay off spoilers. And, as I was doing that, I realized that this uh, season five that we were watching was came before the last season we watched, which was season six. And I know that because I'm going to say the winner. So if you don't know the winner, go ahead and close your ears. But this is about a year ago this winner was shown in the States. This whole season was shown.
0: And this, it, we're not talking about the episode, the season that we're watching now. Right. So correct. If, you, if you're watching that new one that's dropped on PBS, we are not revealing the winner of that this is the last season that they had released on American Netflix
1: so that was the winner was Nadia who you might remember as um, a young Muslim woman with a couple of kids very cute very sweet kind of like you know England's sweetheart I might say really stole the show Nadia won so I'm on Wikipedia and I'm going wait a minute the next season after the one we're watching right now Nadia wins but we watched that a year ago What is going on? So I started doing some digging and it looks like this is um, an issue that everyone is talking about on all the different social media platforms, Vulture, Bustle, a bunch of blogs had articles about it because it appears that everyone is confused. The way that BBC is releasing these seasons to the US is not in order. Okay, which is very, very confusing. So this is an article from Decider um, that came out on June twenty second, 2018, sort of celebrating this new season of the Great British Bake Off. And it says, The Great British Baking Show is returning to PBS tonight with an all new season exclamation point. Sounds too good to be true? Question mark. Well, it is. It's a lie okay so technically yes paul mary sue and mel are back in the tents with a new batch of bakers to see who can reign supreme as the best amateur baker in great britain the contestants are all new faces and the challenges are daring feats of flour sifting we've never seen before nevertheless pbs is selling this as something it's not namely a new season of the show though it's new to us american Americans, it's not really new at all. In fact, it's kind of a brilliant cover-up for what's really happened to the franchise in the last year. So this article goes on to kind of explain that what we're watching as season five is actually season three.
0: What? Yeah. The freak. <laughs> what do you mean and why?
1: Um. Okay, so this is incredibly confusing. It's kind of like a Rubik's Cube of clues that I have been sifting through. A Rubik's Cube? A Rubik's it's a a very complicated equation. And I'm not I'm I'm going to try and explain it to you, Nick, as I know it. Um, And if you have questions, just know that so do I. So what happened last year was uh, the production company, Love Production, who was with the BBC, who created the Great British Bake Off, they left the BBC and they went to Channel 4 for a $25 million contract, over a $15 million contract at the BBC. This created an uproar over in the tents of the Great British Bake Off because Mary Berry did not go, Mel and Sue did not go.
0: Mel and Sue didn't go. Mel and Sue did not go. The great comedy duo, Mel and Sue.
1: Correct. Who did go was Paul Hollywood. Big P. How very Hollywood of him, by the way. Um, oh, do you like how I just jabbed the industry? Mm. Mm.
0: Even though it wasn't filmed in Hollywood. No, <laughs> not at all. It was just filmed in a field.
1: In a field. A field A field, in a field of, of drums. A field of drums and pies.
0: So, okay, I, I did hear that. So, Just He Went Over, did they replace uh, Mel and Sue and Mary?
1: Yes. So, they've been doing that, which I think is season eight, which is airing. So, instead of showing us that, which has already come out, So instead of showing us that new season, they're showing us a season we've just never seen before.
0: So why have they been withholding season three from Americans?
1: I think as far as I can tell, and I'm going to read this paragraph to you and you tell me (laughs) if this is also what you discern. I,
0: I is. Well, here's I'm going to. Can I guess? Yes. Halfway through this—because me and Ashley have only watched the first three episodes of this. Uh, I guess there's ten episodes. Halfway through the season, in about two or three episodes, uh, one of the women on the show uh, panicked so badly over a tart that they undercooked that while Paul and Mary are eating it— they reach under their uh, uh, cooking uh, garb, uh, their uh, what do you call that, a uh, uh, smock or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and pull out a revolver, put it in their mouth, and blow their freaking head off.
1: Oh my god, no, oh, that's not okay. what happened okay. all at right. all. You have to stop watching Sixty Days In. <laughs> you have to. And then and then
0: <laughs> and then uh, uh, Mel and Sue go over and. Uh, and uh, taste uh, the the blood, and they go. It tastes like rhubarb.
1: No more cop shows. Okay, basically this hasn't been shown to us because it's sort of a boring season. What? Yeah. So this is. What- I can't tell.
0: <laughs> this is- I can't. Can you tell that it's any
1: more boring than any other? of The uh, it seems normal. I mean, so- it's that this show
0: anchors itself on boring
1: Mm -hmm, yeah so um since we've already seen actually we've seen season five six seven and eight in the we've seen five six seven and eight have been presented to us as uh, let me just read this to you okay can i i need your help understanding this
0: i'm i'm almost gonna pull a revolver out and and swallow it I, i i this is confusing me
1: PBS first started airing the hit reality show a few years ago, and they started with an already stale season. The show's proper season 5, which aired in the UK in 2014. Since then, we've gotten seasons 6, 7, and 8, but they've been presented as 2, 3, and 4 by PBS. And we've always gotten them a year after they run in Great Britain to boot. Now PBS is telling us that this is the next season in the series, when really it's more of a prequel. We're skipping back to the seasons we missed, which is a great if you... Okay, so I get it now. Okay. This is what I needed to do is to read that. So we started getting the um, Great British Bake Off like a year after it had aired in Great Britain instead of just getting the first like one, two or three seasons. So now instead of airing the most recent episode because of the scandal, blah, 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 they're going back to the original three. Right. Now someone listening to this podcast is like, I knew that the whole time. Right. How could you not understand that and just explain it in one simple sentence? Ashley, you ye adult.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean it's fine. I, I can't really tell the difference.
1: You don't or Dolt? Dolt? I
0: think it's adult.
1: Okay. So fun thing about the Great British Bake Off Wikipedia page is that they have like a whole section of incomplete bakes and other incidents Mainly where the presenters Mel and Sue have accidentally interfered and uh, messed up several bakes.
0: I mean, it's it's, mul- it's multiple bakes that Mel and Sue. It's multiple bakes. You know, it's an interesting thing. I mean, uh, we're talking Great British Baking Show over here, and 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 uh, Mel and Sue, we've mentioned them before. They are, I, I guess, the de facto hosts of the mm-hmm. show, um, and uh, they are sort of the liaison between uh paul and mary and the contestants
1: yeah paul and mary the judges mel and sue are the hosts for and sure. in
0: this season five which i guess is season three yeah. or whatever uh one of the men on the show who um actually spoiler alert he goes home to episode two uh he has a framed photo of Of Melon Sue.
1: This sent Nick down such a wormhole of searching for old clips. Nick, what did you find? Well,
0: I was like, what is it? What are they? Because I don't know anything about them. Um, I just think there are uh, quirky, kooky hosts. Yeah. Um, And they go, bake. Um, That's what they do always. Bake. Ready? Set. Bake. and so I googled it and it turns out that Mel and Sue, the the hosts of this show, were a comedy duo in uh England in the nineties or the early aughts or something like that.
1: I think yeah. I think it was the early nineties. So the guy, the picture that he had was like a promotional picture when they looked young. Yeah, they
0: were young and they were doing like very early nineties promotional picture poses. It was back fantastic. To back. And then so I, I looked up, and it seems like they may have hosted a few things. They they, they were presenters of some sort, and maybe
1: they had a stand-up act that they uh, did together. They did an Edinburgh show, so that was like, it was a comedy act, right. um, so but they, not stand-up, I Right, think. so
0: they probably did like a two-person show thing. Yeah. And, uh, but it was very interesting. I immediately gained more respect for them, and I started watching them the last episode. Uh, since I found that out, I started watching them closer to see their comedy chops, and uh, you know what? They got chops. I like them more now.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. So all you needed to know was that they had a history of being comedians and now you respect them because oh. you hated them. You were writing hate mail to the BBC. Nah, you're
0: wrong about that. I, I just was like, boy, they're kind of goofy. What are they doing? How did they earn this? Turns out they did earn this. Um, but- I was also noting um, today when we were watching that other episode, uh, uh, I, m- m- which one's Sue and which one's Mel? The, brunette is, um, the glasses is who?
1: The glasses, the brunette with glasses is Sue and That's the blonde Sue. is Mel. Do
0: you think Sue is jealous of Mel? Because Mel gets to do all of the voiceover. And the voiceover is 90% of that show. When it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then Mel's like...
1: And then James has a tart
0: (laughs) that he has to flip over and make sure that all the apples don't fall on the ground. And
1: the bakers need to know that the moisture will affect the tart.
0: Proving makes the (laughs) dough get bigger for some weird, strange reason.
1: And Mary and Paul will have the final word on the baker's tarts.
0: Mary will enjoy putting this food in her mouth and sloshing it around and speaking with food all over her face.
1: Paul will be too stern and he'll make people feel uncomfortable.
0: Paul will... Uh, okay. okay. Tease the women in a way that makes viewers uncomfortable.
1: So we could do this all night, uh, folks. I, you know what? It's interesting that you pointed that out to me because before you had said that, I had always found there to be a struggle between the two of them with the ready, set, bake. Oh, they hate each
0: other. I mean, imagine working with somebody for that long. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Ashley, we've only done 25, 26 episodes of this show, and goddamn it, I want to quit. We're already divorced.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're not even married. We That's sold the cat. We got how a divorce.
0: It happened. We had
1: to get married to get a divorce.
0: And we, we, we had to make Gary get a divorce. <laughs> you said it right, Ash. Uh, you know, um, yeah, I think they may hate each other. You're, yeah, yeah that, that 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 is a possibility. But um, I mean, what do you think of the the main the main characters of this show?
1: I do not find them that entertaining. I I don't find anyone on this show particularly likable except the contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary and Paul are kind of, you know, I'm not crazy about them. Mary, like you said, is always eating food and talking. This is my
0: impression of Mary when she walks around and, t- and tastes people' food. She's like. Like, Paul will eat something, and he'll be like, Ed, it's got a soggy bottom or something. He'll give a thing, and, and then he'll look at Mary, and then Mary will be like. <laughs> 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 Mary will be like, eating in the most gross way. First of all, Mary It's because be, she's old. She's I think, what is she? She's 109, right? Yeah, that's right. She's very old, mm-hmm. and then, like, as, she always has a little bit of food in her mouth as she yeah. starts talking, so she's like, I just think that's... Uh, I uh, that the, the flavor combination is quite delicious and uh it's I'm sorry to gross everybody out but that's what this show is doing to me every single time. Yeah, it's, it's problematic. And, Mary and there Paul. was she had frosting on her lips today as she was talking oh, to somebody. Man. It's just and you know what But that is the charm of this show, isn't it? I mean, it's just they they really let it all hang out, the Brits, don't they?
1: Well, yeah, they do let it all hang out. Well, Sue and Mel, I don't find that funny. And I find they're trying to be funny to be annoying. It's
0: pun-based comedy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they're there. I'd rather them be doing that than Mary be doing it, you know? Um, But, like, today, you know, there was, like, a guy who he put lavender in a tart. And she was like, uh, I don't— Sue said something to the effect of, like, you know, uh, I was worried it was going to taste like a knickers drawer or something.
0: Yeah, I guess.
1: What did she say? Panty drawer?
0: (laughs) Something like that. Yeah.
1: What are you laughing at? It's just,
0: it confused me when I saw it.
1: Yeah, it was, it was very odd. And then we had to like deconstruct it and we were like, oh, knickers are panties in the UK. (laughs) Right. And it was just I don't know maybe that's just like lost on us because we're dumb Americans but I was like why is she talking about this tart tasting like a panty drawer Yeah I
0: think I think what I deduced was that uh, it would be too per t- t- it could have tasted like perfume
1: too flowery Yeah but then I was like well I guess women have lavender satchels in their underwear right, drawer right
0: and you don't want to eat that
1: Yeah but um then there was like you know, on this Wikipedia page, which if you guys don't mind spoilers, you should you should go to it. I had to work so hard to not have this season this season's winner spoiled for me. It was difficult, but one of the sections was uh, talking about how viewers have complained about their innuendos. What? Yeah, they think they're too sexual.
0: Oh, when? Uh, yeah, I, 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 Sue and I, Mel. I guess Mel. No, Sue said. Uh, uh something about pinching your fruity tarts yeah today and and it's you like know. the most pg yeah.
1: like innuendos of all time yeah. it's like it's like i'm gonna give him a kiss on the noggin and then it's like a cantaloupe she's thumping or something and yeah, it's yeah. like no one should ever be offended by any of this
0: yeah for real uh get the stick out of your uh uh Cumberbutt. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it, th- they do lean on that, though. They I mean, lean that, on that, it. But, but I think that's also the bit, you know, that is what they think. They think it's funny that they continue to make. Play, do plays yeah, on words it's just and shtick it's they're shtick. leaning
1: into their shtick right um so you know you asked me how i feel about them i feel neutral i did notice the first season we watched that they would say ready set bake at the same time then one season it seemed like sue was just saying it like cutting mel off beforehand and i was like is there a power struggle over who gets to say ready set bake but then you brought up the fact that mel's doing the voiceover and i was like Mel might be in charge.
0: Mel's making a lot of money.
1: Mel might be making the most money out that of the two of them. That voiceover,
0: 200. that voiceover, you get a lot of money for that voiceover. Do you
1: think they're paid differently?
0: I think Mel's doing. Mel has to go into a studio after this whole thing and yeah. do voiceover. She's definitely getting an extra rate for that. Mm. Um, good for you, Mel. Good, good for, for you. you.
1: Good for you. So, uh, you know, I learned on this um, Wikipedia page that they have messed up numerous bakes, which we've seen them mess up bakes. We've seen them like topple things over. I mean, can you imagine?
0: I I don't know if I could imagine.
1: I would be so upset.
0: You were telling me about another conspiracy that happened on a season.
1: I think it was the last season we watched. There was uh, they were doing an Alaska bake, which involves um, ice cream cream, and a cake. And one of the contestants, ice cream never. F- like a complete- baked
0: Alaska. A
1: baked Alaska. Yeah. It never froze. And the way that it was edited, it made it look like it was because some other contestant had like opened the door for a second to the freezer and that that was the reason his ice cream never froze. And then he got so frustrated, he threw it in the garbage bin and when they, when they were doing their presentation, he just brought up the garbage bin, like, here you go. And uh, he got sent home that episode. There was outrage in Britain, outrage over 800 people. complained
0: because they wanted justice
1: they wanted justice they thought that this woman had like sabotaged him and then editing had to step or the producers had to step in and be like no it was just edited that way she didn't actually sabotage him we're just creating a story here folks
0: yeah and and i guess that's something that they hadn't really been doing thus far on the show where they were doing kind of slick editing more of a traditional competition reality show right an americanized competition Reality show, and so that that uh, and um you know from what I've heard from some of the fans is that they they feel like the show has gotten a little too Americanized.
1: Okay, so are you talking about Mark? I am. Okay, so there's um, a teenager in our life who is a little chef himself, and he takes food so seriously. He takes cooking shows so seriously to the point where, like, somebody's got to get this kid a cooking show. But we brought up the Great British Bake Off to him, and he was like, ugh... First season, incredible. Second season, trash. 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 How dare they try and Americanize it and turn it into this reality television show? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, "That there was lack of sheep. There weren't as much sheep as there were before. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, "There was like, people seemed to be stabbing each other in the back. Um, and I, I don't know if that is just uh, a, a true observation on Mark's part or um just that he got the the novelty of the niceness of the show wore off on him what do you think i mean
0: i didn't realize anything was happening i've watched all the seasons that are uh uh, you know available i'm pretty sure that i watched and i I think they all seem nice and and none of them seem like an americanized tv show
1: yeah there's just people being nice to each other cooking good food how much would you pay to go in there and taste that food nick
0: uh, not so much. I could just go and buy what? I could buy a pastry. I mean, I we live in New York City. There's lots of bakeries with oh delicious pastries. I would pay
1: $300, $500 for a tasting day. That seems ridiculous.
0: Does it? It yes. just looks
1: so good. No, that's ridiculous. Okay, to taste what would you how much would you pay to taste everything that was baked in one season? Taste in in what way though? I, I, a giant room full I, of cakes.
0: I would pay three hundred dollars if, for the duration of that year, I was sent once a week a, a pie that was featured in the thing. I'd pay three hundred bucks for
1: okay. that. Okay, that's actually like four dollars a pie. Yeah, that's pretty or, good. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. Six dollars a pie, and yeah. you don't
0: have to eat them all in one day. Yeah, you know what I mean. like I
1: would pay more than that. I'd pay a thousand. Jeez. Yeah. Why don't you offer right. them three hundred and see if they'll <laughs> take that first?
0: You're not very good at negotiating.
1: Uh, I'll be like, I'll See your three hundred. I'll raise you two grand. Let me eat those pies. Um, so that's the Great British Bake Off. As of now, we are going to continue to go through this season five. Quote unquote. PBS we see what you're doing um, and then we will report back as the season unfolds sure
0: I mean season unfolds it's already unfolded M- most of you if you guys are listening to podcasts about reality TV and, and you like cooking shows you probably already watched this you entire season it. I mean we're, we're probably not helping anybody out here by talking about this at this point but yeah we will talk about it I mean that's what we do on the show and uh, I'm very interested in this n- this new version I, I know that you know pe- there's a backlash and you know save uh, Sue and Mel and Mary but I'm interested. I want to know what Paul's doing without everybody.
1: Yeah, we got to get our hands on that. What's doing? What's doing over there? I don't know, but I bet he's creeping people out by being a little. Well, we're mentioning too a lot intense. of stuff
0: about him being creepy. Are you? What, what's your problem with Paul Hollywood?
1: Um, I just find him to be very intense and self righteous, and then he always just seems to have this air of like. Um, I don't know macho machismo mm-hmm. that's what it is and remember when Ruby was a contestant and she was like young and cute yeah that
0: was two seasons ago, ago think, who knows? yeah what and, we watched.
1: in our order in our world and he was just always like speaking to her in a sort of dominating flirting way and that creeped me out
0: yeah I agree Yeah, so that's my
1: problem with Paul Hollywood. Yeah,
0: but people do want to please him. It is interesting. They do. They want to please him. It's
1: because he puts himself on a masculine pedestal by acting like a peacock.
0: Yeah. And yet, Mary, I guess, is really the, the baking Mary's legend. Mary's the star, yeah. But I don't really know about any of these people. I've looked those two up, and I've yeah. realized, because I'm like, what? who cares what they think? Right. And it uh, turns out, a lot of people, and that they both are, are pretty decorated bakers. Yeah.
1: I also learned that in Great Britain, uh, before the show aired, only one-third of the population uh, casually baked. And after the show started airing, three-fifths of the population started baking. Makes so- sense.
0: Like one third seems like a lot.
1: I think that's a it's a baking country. It, I
0: think so. I, it really did sh- uh, highlight how how uh, the depth of the pastry and the baking yeah. in in England. Yeah, it, to me, uh, it highlighted that because you think about England, and in my opinion. Food is not on the on the top of the God of no. the pops blood but, pudding, no way. But the the baking seems like
1: wow, a They're Swiss roll it out the park. <laughs> Well, that's actually from Switzerland. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, most of this stuff seems like it's French anyway. Whatever.
1: Um, anyway, um, do, have they
0: done a? Uh, they, have they? Is there a, a French version of this? Is there a Spanish version of this? Is there an Australian no, version of there's this? There's
1: not even an American version. We're just watching the English version.
0: Um what what I think is the Britishness yeah. of this show is the selling point of this show. To, I agree. So to export it and, and reboot it is actually taking away what everybody likes about it.
1: Now, interesting that you say that because in the U.S., the show is known as the Great British Baking Show. We're referring to its uh, real name, which is the Great British Bake Off. Here's the interesting fact. The name and the concept comes because one of the producers for this production company, Love Productions, had a friend... Tell her about American Pie Bake Offs. And she got it in her head that that would be like a thing people would want to watch. So the concept for this show actually comes from freaking America.
0: American Pie Bake Offs. Not a show, but just.
1: Like County Fair
0: Bake Offs. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like why County did they, Fair why, do they ha- why is there two names for the show?
1: I have no idea. But they imported it, um, they exported it, excuse me, as the Great British Baking Show. Yeah. In in England it's the Great British Bake Off. For whatever reason, it Weird. came to us as the Great British Baking Show.
0: Well, that's our analysis for right now, Ash. <laughs> um let's talk a little bit just a little bit yeah because we've only watched one episode of uh, floribama season two what'd you think of that first episode i
1: didn't like it and courtney's on drugs
0: wow (laughs) courtini courtini
1: courtini
0: right because there's a lot of eyes there
1: yeah well there's one i at the end well it's k-o-r-t-n-i
0: isn't it k-o-u-r-t-i-n-i Cortini. Isn't it?
1: Maybe I thought it was just Courtney. Whatever,
0: but yeah, she's freaking out. And hey, man, allegedly I I heard on the internet that uh, she's maybe got something going on with her. She
1: also punched a wall and clearly didn't feel it. She
0: punched a wall over what too? Someone moved her luggage. Somebody moved her switched luggage, and it was over the fact that she was kind of bullying people into having the biggest biggest room again. Yeah, something's going on. I think they all look a little effed up, in my opinion. Yeah, I think fame. Has gotten to them a little bit now Mm -hmm. that they got a little bit of fame and they got brought on for a season two. And now they're all staring down that Jersey Shore money. Yeah. They're like, boy, oh, boy, we're just going to ride this out. This is our thing now. We're Florabama. I don't think they got it, though.
1: I don't think they got it. either. I don't think
0: they got it. You know what? You know what? You know what got them? What? The fact that they brought Jersey Shore back. Yes, it helps oh, reality. Oh, so right. Uh, all, all, sh- all ships rise with the tide, yeah. right? Yeah. So Jersey Shore is, is doing numbers, but people are not going to need Floribama if they have Jersey Shore back. And we know for a fact they're shooting Jersey Shore 2 right now, yeah. Family Vacation Season 2. Mm-hmm it's uh you're
1: 100 percent right because i really liked floribama season one and then i'm not. A, else. i'm not a jersey shore girl and then i watched this jersey shore family vacation and i was like oh this is great and now going to floribama again i'm like oh no the bar has already been they've surpassed you
0: it's just those, those there's a few people on floribama that i'm 100% looking forward to seeing their season. Who? My number one favorite person on that show is Kodai. Kodai is fantastic.
1: I do not he, like him at all.
0: Kodai is hilarious. I love Kodai.
1: He seems like a little shit stalk, yeah. talker and shit stirrer. Hell, hell yeah, dude. I was trying to say shit talker and shit stirrer, and it came out of shit stalker. I'm a shit stalker. <laughs> stalk Ladies shit. and gentlemen,
0: I stalk shit.
1: <laughs> Night, I'm stalking shit. Day, I'm stalking shit.
0: Kodai is fab. I love Kodai.
1: He just seems like, I don't know, I'm not interested. Yeah, he's a little shithead. Yeah, he's a shithead. And he's
0: funny as hell. Is he funny as hell? Yeah, I love him.
1: When he was like making out with that girl after he had vomited, I was like, oh my God, that was so disgusting. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) That was great.
1: Um, Jeremiah, is that the other guy? Or um, Judah? No. No, Jeremiah. He seems like a dud. My favorite. total dud. My favorite on the show is Nilsa.
0: Nils is cool. Yeah. Nils is cool. I kind of liked her first season, but I don't know, man. Uh, will she get? Will she have the stuff? Uh, what's the other dude's name? Ricky, whatever his name is. Um, He's looking rough this season. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think his name is Ricky. I forgot what his name. Is. I don't remember any of these kids' names, really. Wow, that's embarrassing it, for it both is tough. of us. It yeah. is tough. I mean, there's a lot of names we have to remember here. Guys. Yeah, we watch we, you know.
1: so much reality when, television. When you watch
0: The Challenge, you have to remember 76 names every season.
1: Yeah, alts, possible alts, mercenaries. Yeah, you know? I
0: mean, it, it gets kind of crazy. Uh, well, I think that's the show, Ash. Yeah,
1: I just wish that Floribama was better maybe this maybe this um, episode tonight will be good but the first one just bummed me out yeah those are my final words on floor I Bama. also
0: kind of forced you to watch it and I think you probably weren't really into it while we were watching it was it was
1: like 2 in the morning I wanted to go to yeah, bed yeah and
0: I was like yo 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 let's watch you this you were all
1: fucking cranked up from 60 days in I know I, <laughs> I needed to, I needed a little bit
0: of it I was so cranked up from 60 days in that this recent luckily because it was over the holiday there was no um real housewives of new york but then uh last week there was and i was still like in 60 days in world yeah and i watched real Housewives of new york i almost couldn't even pay attention to
1: it what because, blasphemy l-
0: listen at that point in 60 days in like there was a possible riot you know it was yeah. like it, it it was it's intense reality guys and i implore you to watch it guys that was the show. Thank you for listening. If you liked us, please find us on Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. Say a little something nice about us. It really makes our day.
1: Truly. Um,
0: also, you can find us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can find Ashley at Ashley B. Roberts. You can find me at Nick Maritato on Instagram. I am not on motherfucking Twitter. And you can email us The podcast, realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We are going to talk to you the next time that we talk to you.
1: Good night or good day. Good day, mate. (laughs)